gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, like I said last time I was out with them, I met a lot of good podcast fans. It's gonna be a good chance to grow, and it's just gonna be fun. Like, whew, I'm real proud of those kids. Honestly, yeah. they've come such a long fucking way from where, like compared when I first heard Little Darky for the first time. Mm-hmm. Bro, I didn't even know you guys were in Rare together. I didn't even know you were in Rare. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Pretty, That's interesting. Uh, I mean, it was pretty. It was for a good amount of time. We actually met up. Me and Darky did. We met up at when we were both in Rare at the Dallas was it Dallas yeah Dallas airport and we were waiting for like a ride to pick us up for like an hour Mm -hmm. and him and I just walked like it was so stupid like to the airport no we walked out of the airport with our suitcases and like we didn't want to be around all the people that were there getting picked up so we walked down the street and like found this tree and that fucking the planes were taking off and going over he fucking whips out his laptop, starts making a fucking song right there, and like I'm just watching him. It was like, <laughs> it was like just crazy to see. This when like, you first met Darky? Yeah, this I first like met him in person. What, what yeah. year was this? Like 2018? Uh, uh, 2018, yeah, like late 2018 or like early 2019, something like that. Yeah. Actually, it just 29. It was February of 2019. Oh, word. Yeah. So. God damn. <clears throat> yeah, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was fucking. Yeah, he records in the park yeah, <laughs> a lot of the time. Like, it's funny because, like, anytime I see that, I'm like, okay, now the thing at the airport makes sense. Like, this. Dude yeah, he just records this. outside. Yeah, he just I'm does like, and it comes out sounding fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm so, yeah. like, I don't know. He, that man, that man never fucking ceases to amaze me. Yeah. But this is call classic interview number 53. We we're just talking about it. Goddamn. Which camera am I looking at? This is both of you. This is just him. And this is the book. Okay, word. Gotcha. So I'll just, I'll look at that one. (laughs) Yeah, this is interview number 53. We're just talking about it. Thank you guys for sticking with us for 53 interviews. That's fucking wild to me, the fact that we're still going. A little over two years later now, right? Two years? Yeah. Yeah. 2019, early 2019. That's crazy. That's a long time. A little over two years, but shit. We are here with Kamara. Been trying to get this shit done since April, so I'm finally glad we can get it in. I know he's a busy man, and we finally caught the boy. Yeah. But fucking, yo, Drew was just telling me, I didn't even know this, your music was in a fucking, like, a movie? Yeah, it, it was, uh, it was in, it's actually a TV show, it's called The Gift, and, uh, it's some sort of, like, I don't know, it's some foreign movie, and it's really cool, apparently it was, like, a top pick on Netflix and stuff, and I, I got a message that there was a song, like, my part was in there of the song, and I went and checked it out, I was like, this is crazy. So. You even know it wasn't. You didn't even know it was getting used for it. No, because like that song, like technically isn't mine. So it's oh, um, yeah, it's yeah. like a feature. Yeah, it's a that's a weird situation. Yeah. Uh, so I've, it always seems to come up every now and then that that song. But yeah, it's uh just a song I did. It's the one that like blew up too on TikTok, and I think that's also why it got yeah it got pulled as well <laughs> as like to use and stuff. Uh, so. Yeah, TikTok uh, has been kind of nice to you. I noticed. Yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I looked you up on TikTok, and uh, even just scrolling through it, I've, I've even without looking you up, I've seen the song used. Yeah, it's, it's like crazy. fucking. I looked up. There's almost a million videos. Yeah. On mm-hmm. the hashtag. Yeah. If you just search Kamara or whatever yeah. for your music use and shit. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit. Um, yeah, that's it's pretty insane because like, I don't know, it just kind of like happens, I guess. Like, some people like. I know a lot of people like try to like force that now because it's like they realize the power of that app, but like yeah, that app like really started taking off. I think in like 
God, like early 2019, like something like that, I, I guess you could say. Yeah, and I started to hear about it right before the pandemic yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So like, and that's when it like, I just decided to like download it because someone told me about it and like I'm scrolling and scrolling and then like I heard my verse and one of them and I was like, yo, what is this? And then like I clicked on the sound and there's like all these videos. I'm like, what the fuck? And that's the dude that I did the feature with. I'm like, yo, like what's going on with this and stuff? And yeah, yeah. So pretty crazy what that app can do so god damn yeah but shit um i definitely want to get into your backstory a little bit because i know you got some interviews out but yeah they really didn't go into it that much okay. I mean, we don't have to talk about everything i'm not gonna be like tell me about your full personal life I <laughs> yeah every intricate detail okay. about you <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine but um i'm cool with that looking you grew up you, are you from north carolina no i'm not i'm from fort lauderdale for for, for yeah. south florida yeah. when did you come up here uh, I was up here in 2005. Oh, whereas yeah. your family just kind of moved up here mm-hmm. and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, didn't really have a choice. So word, I'm not gonna yeah. say where we're at right now, but um, yeah, fucking. Yeah. You originally like from this area, or did you just kind of move out? To oh, this area? yeah, I just moved out here. So I was over on the western part of North Carolina. So like Asheville, if you've heard of Asheville yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So I gotta go check that place out. I've heard. I've Dude, heard it's pretty dope. Out it, there. It's really cool. Like they have the the Blue Ridge Parkway out there and everything. Yeah, I want to see that shit. I it's see really hella cool. pictures and videos. Yeah. I'm I'm always like we used to go up there often and drive around like yeah. on top because it's literally you're on a ridge, the mm-hmm. whole way all the way up to Tennessee. It's super cool. You so. you like nature and shit. Yeah, I, I enjoy going out there and stuff. Like that. It's kind of like, whack around here because like there's no mountains and stuff. But yeah, kind of made you me drive, realize you gotta drive out. Yeah, it's just like five hours away from here, yeah. and it sucks because like I thought I hated the place truly, but mm-hmm. when I got out here, I was like, bro, kind of miss it. So yeah, it's just nice and peaceful to be honest. And out here, like you see where I live, like we're right next to each other i don't like that at all yeah. but i didn't know what i was getting into i didn't have to do any of the looking for this house and shit so uh we're probably gonna move more like secluded area up north in raleigh at some point but yeah, yeah i really miss i really miss the mountains it's like a really nice place to I like be to i'd like to just chill out there live out there for a little bit like in the mountains it's i don't nice, think i can man. do it full time because i feel like i need to be like near some sort of civilization yeah at it, least. It, it, it is very there's really nothing out there to like yeah. do but it's it's a very cool place to go and like at least visit for like a couple weeks or something hell yeah yeah every time i go out there i feel like i don't know i just feel so calm like mm-hmm. it's just so yeah, relaxing. It is. yeah you, know, you, you don't have to worry about so like stress-free yeah like the, the, the population is like very downsized out there too so it's oh yeah, yeah you're you really truly feel like you got your peace you know when you're out <clears> and about <throat> and stuff like that so definitely but yeah definitely need to go out there and check that out for sure so you moved out to this area. Uh, what were you into as a kid? Were you into music at all? Was it like a yeah. thought of yours? Uh, yeah. So um, my my dad was a drummer uh, and like out in L.A. and stuff like that. And uh, he was, you know, he was always going to the studio and stuff like that. And like he's had like people like other bands come up to him and like want him to be a part of like they're about to sign deals and shit like that. And like want him, like they'll jam with him like, yo, you you want to do yeah. this and he's just like it's not for me and he's like a talented drummer and shit mm-hmm. and then like both my brothers were the same way like one of them was a drummer the other one like was just crazy like on like piano and stuff like that and yeah. i just when i fucking got into it which was around like 2000 and like seven i picked up like just started playing guitar like acoustic guitar and stuff like that and like really got into it that way so He's just playing with toys. Oh, and he's shit. good. Let him do his thing. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't. These mics are really good. It only picks up like right, what's right oh, in front of him and shit. So I'm good. not even more. Yeah, they won't even hear him. That's good. 
So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but shit. So, what did you want to do like musically growing up? Did you, you want to like replicate what your dad was doing? Did you want to uh, drumming? I, or? I truly didn't know what I wanted to do. I think I started out with just like kind of wanting to be a part of a band uh, because I did play a lot of guitar. And uh, I really wanted to be like in some like form some form of like metal band of some sort. Yeah. When you start playing guitar, <clears throat> I was playing in like like eighth grade. Like I picked up a guitar in seventh grade. Didn't truly like get into it until like yeah. eighth grade. So like around then, like I was trying to uh, I guess congregate a band and like get some. It's so hard to like. It's so hard to get you can't people on the same that. page. Yeah, like, it's, it's so, so hard so to difficult. orchestrate that. So. Um, I I got into like <laughs> I got into making like EDM around like 2010. You're making EDM, yeah, oh, that's wild. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. was just like, which was it's kind of nice. I know it's like definitely something I don't even like incorporate at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I learned a lot like yeah. with how to use software and stuff like that. So that's what I guess prepared me all the way up to this point. So I didn't really like. I was always doing that, and then I heard Night Lavelle in like 2013. Started doing like beats and stuff like that because I was like, "Oh, this sounds." So like- you're just producing at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. you weren't even thinking about singing yeah. or rapping. Yeah, and I wasn't even like sending out beats or anything like that. I was just doing it for like my own like yeah. pleasure, just like making something, like listening to it myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, around like, God, I think it was like 20. Yeah, it was 2017. I had like a huge falling out and. Uh, like with just some shit and like I really got into like a really bad headspace and never thought about writing ever in my life and I was really getting heavy into like the underground like with people that produce and stuff like mm-hmm. that and and you know the the rappers in that scene and like I was like man like I really want to try it out and yeah. I think that day I decided that I was gonna just fucking I was broke as shit too like I had a huge credit card debt and like I was barely able to make my rent and shit. Though I had like I was working like two or three jobs, like and going to school at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went out to Guitar Center, bought the same mic I still have today, and like all the shit to make music on my credit card that I still had on to the pay credit on. card that you were in yeah. hella debt. Yeah, Ten, we were three jobs going to school. You even have time to work on yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, no, time to sleep. I, <laughs> no, so that's that's the other thing. Like, like damn, I I tell I tell like you know a lot of people that i know that are trying to like do like you know shit be creative yeah. in some sort of sense and i'm like they they're always complaining about time i'm like dude you don't fucking come to me complaining about time because like honestly like the shit that i do like i used to wake up at like five o'clock in the morning go work at us U, ups loading trucks after that at 10 o'clock in the morning i go to class after that i would either go mow a yard or I'd go to go to the work at the restaurant that I cooked at till like nine, ten o'clock. That was and like and making then, music, and then I'd make music till like three o'clock in the morning, and then and slept then for like two, two hours. hours. So what was good about the UPS job was that it was like on call kind of thing. So I would be like crossing my fingers they don't call me type yeah. shit. So and honestly, in that town, that's the best you're getting. Where I was like for pay, pay and shit. That's why I was still like even struggling then. So, dude, I remember but, fucking. Probably around the same time in my life, like I was in college, which I didn't end up following through with. But same. I was in college, I was DJing full time, and I had a job. So like I would be in class at like seven, eight a.m. Get out of class, have to go do this job. Get out of job, have to go DJ. Mm. Get home at three a.m. And sometimes it was farther out. 
like Boston area type shit. Yeah. So I had to drive a little far or Lowell area. It was probably like forty five minutes or whatever. Yeah. Um. And sometimes I wasn't getting home to like five a.m. That eight a.m. class. So my I I know that yeah. struggle, yeah. dude. It's fucking suck. And find a time to make beats from there. Mm-hmm. I ended up just flunking out of school because like, bro, I don't have time or care to do any I did of this it. work. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 know, I know, man. I was I was in that same boat. I was yeah. in that same boat. So like, uh, probably like I I ended up quitting the UPS job. And I went to school full time and still doing that, all that other shit that I was doing. Mm-hmm. But I would still, with that being out of the way, I would, I mean, just school was like the next day kind of thing for me, like 8 a.m. or like a fucking 10 a.m. I didn't give a fuck. I was up till like four in the morning making music and then doing it all over again. I, I still do it today. Like, God I, damn. Yeah, you told me your yeah, sleep schedule was I, I don't know up. if you like so fucking see my eyes right now, but they're normally like wider than this and yeah. I'm, I'm fucking tired, but. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. Like, I'll, I normally just fight through it. It's yeah. whatever. Wake up around, like, 10 a.m. Try to, at least. Some days I wake up a little bit later, but, yeah. Dude, you're really just a night person. Cars full. All right. Fucking um, wrap up part one right here because I didn't even put up a timer. But I'm getting to part two right now. Word, 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 word. All right. All right, bet we're back. So, fucking... Um, when you picked up a guitar in eighth grade, you wanted you knew you wanted to do music as a career before then, or was it kind of like? Oh, it it was just like, I, I mean, I didn't ever have like high hopes of like going anywhere with it. I just wanted to do it, um, and I don't know. It just kind of like it's crazy because like the whole like trail up till like now is like kind of insane. Like all the things I dabbled in. Mm-hmm. leading up to now like help like all that stuff that i did and dabbled in helped me out with like what i'm doing now so like i never did it though to like be anything of course but like whenever it just kind of started happening you know like and stuff like that and like i whenever you start getting money from it too it's super nice yeah so it's like wow like you know maybe i should like pursue it because i have all these people that actually do like it so that's why i just like you know I kind of just went at it full force, but still doing like all this other shit. Like I didn't really go full time on this until 2019. Like during, like actually when the pandemic hit is exactly when. Yeah. So it's been a year. Were you just like kind of like fuck it? I'm just gonna yeah lock yeah. in. I have this opportunity yeah. to do nothing, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna yeah. Because where I was even like over here, it's super cheap, super cheap to live. Oh yeah, North Carolina in general. Yeah. The cost of living's not that high. Yeah, exactly. Thankfully, so uh, where I was staying at the time, I was like. It, I mean, it's it's still the same place I've been my whole life, and I was just like, I don't really want to do the U because I was working at UPS or USPS at that time delivering mail. And is, I was, that, where that, is that where the hook came from? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually like, and that's when I like, get, I was getting close to when I wrote that. I was getting close to like quitting that job. So I was yeah. like, dude, I want to like, you know, it just came into my head. Like the first thing that came into my head were those like was just the fucking <laughs> business, you know, and like it's like, yo, this is fire and basically everything that i said and that was like real shit that like yeah. like sending like sending shit through the mail and like stuff like that like so I, you was actually yeah, doing that shit yeah, yeah so and what's really fire is that like i delivered on my route so as soon as i get something in mm-hmm. i would you know i w- wouldn't have to worry about it like yeah. I, I wouldn't have to worry about someone like reporting it or anything like that like yeah. i could just take it you know yeah, what it I mean? was yours <laughs> yeah but it's funny, man. They're not really, uh, they're not really into right now. People, whenever it gets to that part of like the delivering process, like once it hits the post office, yeah, 
you'll smell it, but everyone will be like, I don't care. I'm still delivering it. So it's kind of yeah. it's kind of funny. It's it's, it's super funny cool. As hell. Yeah. So. But Damn, yeah. post postmen be clutch sometimes. Yeah. They're fucking. Mm-hmm. The postmen are saving a lot of you. You don't even know it. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty. It's you get pretty one cool. bad postal worker, it's over. None yeah. that pack in the mail shit. Yeah, gone. <laughs> Do you imagine having a fucking like hall monitor ass fucking? Oh you know, my post god! Is like, oh, what's this? <laughs> it's, it's, it's marijuana. It's marijuana. I gotta report this. <laughs> He's so stupid. Call the police. Right. So uh, from. Eighth grade, when did you start producing uh, EDM? Uh, I think it was like 2000 and 2010. Yeah. So, like so a few so, years after. Yeah, or? so that's when like Skrillex started like really hitting the scene yeah. and stuff like that. I was I was really into like the old Skrillex and stuff. Even mm-hmm. like in his band too that he was in like from first to last and shit like that, which was really fucking cool. So I kind of kept up with him up until like all that. And I was like, dude, this shit's fire. Like I want to like try this out. And that's when I downloaded FL and stuff like that. Uh, and just kind of replicating some songs, like trying to get the hang of shit. Mm. And uh, I was doing that all the way up till like 2016 is right. Is like right where I started like kind of dabbling with uh, like hip hop beats and like yeah. underground type of shit. So you said 2013, you heard Night Lavelle. Yeah, I heard. Tw- yeah, you 20 th- kind of yes, that yeah, started kind of doing that stuff, but like didn't really like get into it until like 2016. Like so I, 2016, you started yeah. to really like. Yeah, I'm doing that full yeah. time type mm-hmm. shit. So you're yeah. kind of making both for a little bit, right? Yeah. So or, what kind of EDM were you to make? You said you were making like dubstep. Uh, you said you were in the Skrillex. Yeah, there's a little bit of like, I wouldn't say like there was some stuff that was like dubstepy kind of sounding, but a lot of it was more just like. Uh, progressive house type of shit like yeah. i love melodies like i love making melodies and mm-hmm. the catchiness of melodies are super cool so i was always trying to make like the next fucking crazy melody and shit like that and i still even have songs like on my computer that i made from back then uh that are like i'm like i go and listen to them I'm like yo what the fuck and they take forever anyone that produces like that like congrats like you're you're doing it big because that shit's take it takes a lot of fucking time yeah it takes a ton of time to make that kind of shit so even though it sounds super easy but yeah i was i was making that and then uh i was dabbling with like a lot of uh i guess they called it complexstro back there which is like a mix of house and like dubstep like kind of stuff too so i was just dabbling with all that shit trying to make something and but i didn't know i was like you know now that I think about it, I was like actually like learning shit about all that, like to lead up till now and everything, yeah, which yeah. is super cool. All the experience so, definitely adds up. Yeah. Like so. it all, it all adds up. Like even producing EDM music definitely helps you out mm-hmm. now. Even you, yeah. you, know, you might not think it. Right. Or some people might not think it did, but like yeah. it's all experience. It's a very, it, yeah. Cause it's a very, uh, I guess like clean sounding genre. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everything just sounds like professionally like mixed and stuff. And mm-hmm. like, learning that watching like a ton of tutorials on people like working on stuff that are also like edm artists and stuff like that like i learned a lot from watching that shit and then like applying it to my shit that i even do now you know Uh, of course like i don't do any of the mixing i do that is now coming out because like i just found a few guys that are just like really talented Mm -hmm. rather than do it than me so uh yeah but that's that's what i was doing all the way up to like 2016 and then that's when i get got into 
like really getting into invested into like the underground mm-hmm. scene and stuff so what was your first time like recording so this was 2016 <clears throat> what did you sound like at first did you sound like you do now did you kind of well, have the idea so like 2016 <clears throat> i guess i really didn't start rapping till like 2017 2016 mm-hmm. i was making those kind of beats you know like the underground type yeah. of beats still not like sending them out to anybody or anything like that just for my own pleasure but then like when you know certain things happened in 2017 i was like you know i'm, I'm gonna try this out <clears throat> but uh i didn't know exactly how i was gonna sound my very first song i don't sound how i sound like in songs now uh but it was there the idea was there mm-hmm. like i knew i wanted this like <clears throat> i guess just this like almost monotone uh very raspy kind of sound uh and you know if i if I did form a band, I really wanted to like also scream too. And like yeah. the technique, the vocal technique that you do for shit like this, it, it is a metal vocal technique. And uh, so like, I just played around with it more and more. And I mean, I dropped my first song. As soon as I recorded my first song, I dropped it. And like, yeah. it did very well. Like it got on back then. I think you had like uh, strife and like mm-hmm. even uh, dark tones and stuff like that those were like the really main channels back in like 2017 and of course void tracks and stuff but like it got on there and yeah. it was really cool because it was like my first song ever you know like dropping this still out yeah yeah it's on soundcloud where can we look can i look it up later yeah like, yeah absolutely yeah you just, it's all the way down at the bottom it's sitting oh there. word I'm yeah gonna, I'm so gonna scroll through I'm yeah scroll through and listen to that shit later. yeah it's Fucking. uh yeah it's it's uh, but it really didn't fully develop like it just by my like God, I want to say that's like maybe my seventh song. Second Chances Art for Everyone is probably about my sixth or seventh song. Sorry, seventh song. When you kind of developed like and your and sound. That, yeah, that's you when I figured it out. On? Were you still singing? Yeah, I was still doing some singing stuff. And like yeah. I still like even do it now. Because like, I know like, today. what's the song? Dark Wave? Is that? Dark Waves, yeah. I had to look, mm-hmm. I'm like, is this a feature? Hold up. <laughs> I looked mm-hmm. it up. I'm like, wait. Yeah, and was, then I look at you got some earlier stuff where you yeah. were singing too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there was the... Uh, the part one of next time you see me, I'll be dead on your doorstep. That was a singing one. And that was just a single and it's just a hook. That's it. You know? And I, I love that. Cause no one was really just doing hooks back then. Like, yeah. and just like letting it ride out, like always trying to tack on a verse and shit. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna let it just ride out with a hook. And it's fuck back then it did like really fucking well. It was yeah. like one of my top played songs for a little bit. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, second chances aren't for everyone was probably when I like, figured it out you know what i mean like i stepped up and i did something i was like muscle memory right there like i knew exactly what i needed to do yeah and i was like this is it this is and now it's like developed even more and stuff so it's uh yeah it took a couple songs in order to figure it out but you know you gotta start somewhere so this is like 2017 you kind of yeah 2017 yeah and i think yeah that that was all all those songs on the first album that that was 2017 like i dropped that album i think 2018 so june so i I haven't even been doing it for like a year Mm -hmm. actually and i dropped my first album when did it it, when did it start to pick up when you noticed you had fans uh gosh i think probably when i when i moved out of my 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 place that i was staying in probably like 20 late 2018 i started noticing Mm -hmm. uh a big change um of just like people coming in and stuff and then like it really started changing whenever 2019 hit and i was like yo all right gotta i guess you know the it sucks but the pressure's on like in a sense i guess you could say which yeah. sucks because like that kind of fucked with me a little bit because i i never like wanted the 
I, I don't want to be like as big as a, like a lot of people mm-hmm. like may think, but like I, it's just, it looks like a lot of pressure when you get up to those kind of ranks. And like, I would be me mentally, I'd be sitting there like, fuck, like I have to make like the best shit. I'd be in my head too much trying to be creative and shit. And like, it's just not going to happen. So I kind of yeah. like where I'm at right now. Of course, like what comes with it, it is what it is, but there's always going to be pressure, but like I try to do my best with like yeah. dealing with a lot that. Of people don't realize fame is a downside to all the success yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, like people are like, oh, everybody knows your name, cool. It's like you can't go in, you can't go to the mall, you right. can't go out to eat. You right, can't. there's a lot you can't do. Yeah, there is definitely a lot you can't do, but I don't, I don't necessarily have to worry about like all that or anything. It's, it's just like it's more so just like internet type stuff. You know, people yeah. just people just see you know the music more and see you more and like i'm like very self-conscious with like how i look and shit like that Mm -hmm. so it's like it's really hard to like hop on like the internet sometimes and like see people are like doing you know drawing and stuff which is super cool and all but i'm just like god i fucking hate myself kind of shit you know (laughs) fan art yeah yeah it's really cool and i like i i love it like i love when people do that shit but it's just like fuck like that means i'm just getting bigger like Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and i'm like feeling the pressure but i have to like I'm going to have to find like a happy like medium somewhere and like try to balance that because it it just keeps going up every day. So it is what it is. But yeah. So are you going as Kamara at this time? Hmm? Were you going under Kamara? The yeah. Time yeah. I haven't changed my see? name. No, I, it was funny how I came up with that name. Cause you know, my, the first part of my name is cam. Mm-hmm. And then like back then, like, I don't know, I was just like getting really into, I guess back into like, what I used to watch as like a kid, and I was watching Naruto. I'm gonna admit it. Like I was watching Naruto is dope. What the yeah. fuck? And I love anime. It's just like you have like all the hardcore anime kids. You know, if they're watching, they're gonna be like, "Oh, this dude is fucking Naruto." That's one of the toxic. <laughs> it's that's my toxic thing. All communities have that toxic yeah. shit. Like you look at like the fashion and sneaker community. Yeah, it's like the same fucking yeah, way. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. kind of like just like what you like. You yeah, know what I mean, fuck it's, everybody else. Thinks. Yeah, but you know back then like i was i was watching a lot of it and i think one of the characters i just related to a lot with like the story and everything was was gara and i took the last bit of his name and just put it with cam and that's mm-hmm. what came out and you get kamara so and i just stuck with that because this is like middle school and shit no, no 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 this was this was uh when i like was about to drop my first song i haven't even made up my name yet like right i oh, had the song recorded like... i haven't even made up my name yeah so like i had decided laying on my friend's couch i was sitting there i had like a list of names and uh-huh. they all started with cam and there was like five of them and like i started reading them off and like he's like you know giving me yes or no as i'm going through them and then like when i hit kamaru he's like Dude, that's the one so that's just what i went with so yeah. even when you were making edm and you had aspirations to start a band and stuff like that you oh i was going any. by like other names and shit like that i wasn't going by kamara like i was going by yeah I, I guess it is different like i was going by something else at one point but it, that's just a whole different genre i was going yeah. by like god i don't know just a bunch of, i can't even think of like those names they're just like a bunch of weird like try hard like yeah. cod names in a sense i think i went by like snussy at one point or some shit like something yeah. stupid you know but uh yeah but this name has stuck and i just like been going with it since so word yeah so you notice uh it started to pick up after you dropped any of the bitch like beyond harbor is that when that you started yeah, to pick I, up or i mean it really did it started just picking up, I guess, gradually as I was dropping mm. singles from that album. And I was even like planning on making an album, but like even Void Tracks was uploading songs and like it was getting me exposure and How did you get on Void how did that whole relationship He just he started just... doing it. Yeah, like and I was like, yo, like this is insane. Do you know that... how he found you? Have you guys talked about uh, all that or? So I think one of the gateways to me 
getting out to a lot of people was probably my friend uh uh who am i he's an artist too in, in the underground and stuff like that and uh he was being he, he's been on like a starry and shit like that mm-hmm. and uh who am i used to just repost my stuff all the time and like void tracks follows who am i i don't know if this is the way but this guy was like my big in on the underground to be honest yeah. so like i owe it all to him in a sense with like getting in on this stuff a lot of like trash void tracks mm-hmm. yeah that's another a lot thing of these channels are yeah. so underrated yeah. like when it comes to like actually putting people on a lot of these channels are a, a lot of the way a lot of these artists yeah. got big yeah exactly like, it's so, very interesting yeah no i you know void tracks is he's always just uploaded the stuff that it's funny because he just literally uploads what he fucks with mm-hmm. like and that's what i've just heard and i'm sure that's how he works i haven't really asked him but it just that's the vibe i catch from him it's just like if he's fucking with it he's gonna upload it and uh yeah he was just uploading my stuff then and like i just started seeing like a gradual like change and and stuff and it it just you know took off slowly but then like like when 2019 hit i mean that fucking album was out for two years and then all of a sudden like i have songs that were on that album just popping off on that that app Mm -hmm. and i'm like and then which led over to all my streaming platforms and stuff so what was the uh, first song that he posted all white civic all white civic yep. and why yeah. shouldn't you trust a bitch on all white civic bro that's that's the that is the whole <laughs> that is the whole uh the whole meaning of that is like that's what my ex drives i think even up oh, to this shit. day so like that's that was the whole thing and like it sounds like so like when i listen to it now i'm like god i was so like cheesy and corny but like it's a fire ass <laughs> song like the the song hits like really hard and shit mm-hmm. but like people fuck with it and i'm like okay well i guess i guess so so but he, and he even uploaded it too, which I, that's when I was like, yo, what the fuck? I remember I was getting, I was at like a job uh, interview or something. And like, I had saw it come up on my Twitter. I'm like, yo, what? Like, that's insane. I kind of like had a little freak out when I was sitting there in the, in the interview and stuff. So, but yeah, that was, that was the first one he uploaded. And then kind of just, he just started uploading like, you know, what he fucked with as I was, you know, uploading stuff on SoundCloud and everything. So, Yeah. Word. So he just kind of he found you. Mm-hmm. What when did what time? Around what time did he find you? Like twenty eighteen ish? Uh, no, that was like early. That's like when I first started. So like twenty seventeen, maybe maybe early twenty eighteen. But it, it was mostly like twenty seventeen. He was posting shit of mine. And he stuff. found so twenty seventeen. He found all white civic mm-hmm. probably somewhere on Instagram or some shit like that. Probably posted it, and that's when you kind of the ball kind of yeah, it just started like, to get rolling. Yeah, I there. guess you could say uh. It, I mean, there was a lot of other things that and factors that were involved. I mean, even even trash uploaded mm-hmm. stuff of mine that I didn't even fucking ask for. Like they just were like uploading, you know, random stuff of mine. Like I think they uploaded uh, a very old song, uh, "Fuck Love" with Killy Bola. He they uploaded that, and I didn't even ask for that. A lot of the stuff that they uploaded of mine, like I just didn't even ask for. But uh, it, it was really cool to even see that yeah. because that was like that was like the holy grail of channels to be on and shit like that. So, but it was really cool. Uh, and like trash they're you know, they're just like one of those really good YouTube channels. Even today, like they're just so they gotten so much more professional too. Like I've been working with them quite a bit lately. So, and so they're, they're really good people, but yeah. Yeah. Damn. I guess you could say like void tracks and a lot of those YouTube channels and just, I guess like, people just reposting too on soundcloud because that was like the mm-hmm. that was prime soundcloud moments you know what i mean so uh you had like people like you know gizmo and kamiata like they're they're really popping on soundcloud and like you yeah. know i used to i used to pay 
them to like just get a repost and that's, stuff like that. That's funny. Yeah. So that's and really like interesting. It, that's what I'm saying. Like it was just like stuff like that is what I guess like really set it off. So, uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's really cool to see all that shit though. Like, yeah. But it, it's not the same now. Like SoundCloud's like practically fucking dead at this point, you know. So which for some people it's like fucking dead, but uh, it's just like it, no one's like really using it much anymore. It's like everyone's going over to like Spotify and shit like that. Yeah, so. we're definitely we moved from the SoundCloud era to the streaming era, mm-hmm. and now it's kind of like music's in such a weird space now. Yeah, I it is. like it though. Yeah, me too. I like it. As, I like it a lot, honestly. Because you're starting to see like there's you're gonna. I don't. I don't want to word this wrong, but I hope people know where I'm coming from with it. Mm. You're gonna see less huge artists, if that makes sense. Like right. think about back in the day, like you, you looked forward to maybe five albums that year. Mm. Now so many people listen. It's more spread out now. Yeah, yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and I kind of fu- I fuck with it. <clears throat> I do too. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I like it. I like it a lot. Like this just it's becoming very a lot more accessible to make music. You know, and and any sort of environment like you know so as long as you got like a little bit of cash or whatever like you can simply do this shit and like s- sound like a fucking professional yeah, <laughs> you yeah know? like a fucking professional yeah, exactly. that's the word of the day yeah <laughs> so fucking um so you started get posted on void tracks like 2017 is yeah how quickly did it snowball from then to now uh i think I mean, as far as just your growth. Yeah. So it was on Spotify. I think I was sitting at like, like maybe 20,000 monthly listeners around like when I draw after a couple or maybe a few months of dropping the first album, mm-hmm. I was sitting around there and it, it just, it just sat there like almost that whole entire year until I started dropping singles again. And then it started gradually going up. And then like, I think like once I dropped Cowboy Cutie, which was the second album, I was sitting at like maybe like 50 to 60,000 monthly listeners, I think, at that time. So it, it was a gradual thing. It mm-hmm. wasn't something like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like something that's been gradually building up. And like, it really didn't take off until late 2019 and then like into 2020. Yeah. Um, like, it just, shit just started like skyrocketing. I was able to like fucking go on trips and shit. Like, I'm never able to do that. And I was able to pr- afford my rent. I'm like, never trips able to as far do that. Just vacation. Yeah, and vacation like and like going to go see people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like going to see family and shit. Like, I wasn't a- ever able to do that because I had no money to fucking do it. And how do and, you, and shit, so. how do you think like it snowballed like that? Because you weren't, you don't, you're not the person who drops a shit ton of music. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I think all the way up till now, up till then, I only had like, people were just sharing it and yeah shit like I, that. honestly just, like you had you had people that growth. were you had people that were on youtube like using it for for fucking counter-strike edits and stuff mm. like that like that's another thing counter-strike edits um you have people doing like the the amvs on just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know ton of people just all across youtube and, and like you know how many people just there's so many people that are doing that shit you know and tons uh and I get tagged on the on a very regular basis of people like tag me on Instagram, of course, like of their AMV that they did on their YouTube channel. Of course, their YouTube channel doesn't have but like maybe 200, 300 subscribers, but that shit adds up. You know what I mean? When there's a ton of people doing it. So you had people doing that. <clears throat> you had uh, you had TikTok and shit like that, too, which was also like really taken off and stuff. <laughs> yeah, my bad. No, you're good. You're good. I, she doesn't do anything with that fucking donut anyway, so. <laughs> you tear apart other dogs' toys. Look at that big boy. 
You can sit here with me. We're going to interview Kamara. <laughs> We're going to interview Kamara together for the next five minutes. <laughs> Until we go to the next part. But, um... So I just kind of snowballed organically for yeah, a it really did. Years it, after it, that. Yeah, it was just like and like I said, it didn't really take off until like I fucking hop on TikTok and I see Charlie D'Amelio doing a fucking TikTok dance to my yeah. I want a bitch like Dillian Harper. And then I was like, now what the fuck's going on? You have all these people doing it, and then like I'm seeing all this shit starting to rack up on, like that song was getting like twenty thousand plays a day after yeah. that shit happened, and I was like, what the fuck? And it was doing that for like ever, like and it, that's what really did it. It shot off everything people started getting more into the discography of my Spotify and stuff. And I started seeing other songs start to climb and shit like that. I'm like, yo, there's some shit going on. You know what I mean? Like this shit's like really happening. So I was like, fuck this job. Like I'm going to like start devoting my time into like doing this shit. Cause I love doing it. Like I love making music and shit like mm-hmm. that. So it's like, I love sitting down in my room and just fucking writing shit now. So it's, it's honestly like super cool to see that it's just been this gradual thing, you know, all the way up till, it's still gradual if you think about it like it's still and i love that i love how it's so gradual i don't i don't know how anyone does like this whole like taking off overnight shit it looks fucking stressful as fuck i don't want that i enjoy it's a lot to handle at once that's why you see a lot of those artists like here today and gone tomorrow slow (laughs) route is definitely the best one because they don't know what to do with it yeah it's like damn i made one good song now you expect every song to be yeah exactly and it's like i haven't had that much experience making songs Mm -hmm. like it's just yeah it's a lot on people exactly at that point yeah because those are the people too that are just like they don't have anything to like like you said back that up you know like they make this one song it's like so good or whatever and then like they're like fuck well i have nothing to back this up i have nothing to follow this up like a lot of people do some probably how to follow it up exactly try to replicate the same thing yeah yeah that's working out exactly so uh i guess that's just like try like that's i think that's the problem is they try to do the same thing they did before and then that's that's the downfall of it all, mm-hmm. you know. In a sense, it's always it's always about like trying to just try different shit and see what happens. But yeah, no, it was uh that's kind of how everything, you know, took off. And like I love that gradual the, the gradual pace of just keep going up and stuff like Lord. that. So yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fire. Is that what's the craziest interaction you've had online? Like who is like what's something crazy that happened to you online? Like who reposted your music that you were like, damn, that person fucks with me. Uh. I mean, probably like, I mean, no one, no one really like, I guess, I guess people like trash, like when trash did that out of mm-hmm. just them doing it, not me yeah. paying them or anything like You're that. You're familiar with them before that? Uh, yeah. Before. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, uh, when I saw that they did that, I was like, yo, that's like really fucking cool and shit. Um, and then like, I guess like when people, Girl, calm down, my guy. I guess people like Harper, <laughs> oh, he's like really, crackhead. <laughs> You got that crackhead energy. Boo. <laughs> Damn, he's right. fucking waddling and shit. Right. <laughs> oh my god, he's funny. But uh, I guess like even when people like Harper, like, and and even Darky, like, just the you know the, these guys that I haven't known Harper for as long, but like people like Darky who like still like continues to support and stuff like that. Like seeing him still do that, it, like is like awesome and like yeah. and like I enjoy him. He's a great human being and stuff. And then like. You know, people like, uh, uh, fucking, who else is there? Shit, Witch House 40K, 23, like, all those guys that are associated with trash, like, they're all really cool dudes. Grim Salvo, those are also, like, 
Mm-hmm. Those guys are like my family. Anytime I go over to Portland, like those, th- that's where I stay. You know, like those are those are like really good. So guys. you guys kind of formed a whole scene. Yeah, pretty much. So like, and it's it's very recent that we've gotten together and stuff like that, yeah. and like it's really starting to form now as well. Like now that we've been more together and like doing things, like making songs together and stuff like that. Word. So like those guys have really like just seeing that they even fucked with me too was like really cool because uh, they, they all make great music and stuff. So XD Darkness one. I bought that game for like 20 bucks back in the day. It's worth like 400 now. Yeah, it's expensive. So I'm trying to buy bro. my collection back. It's like, fuck, I just literally can't afford it right now. Yeah. But one day I will. Yeah. And it'll be bittersweet. But at the same time, you know, it's whatever. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to be hung up on it forever. Right. So shit happened. Yeah. Gotta be more careful, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but that's fucking, that's crazy. I have a crazy collection. That's I'm, insane. I'm that's mainly a Nintendo head. I still have all my consoles, thankfully. Oh, really? So I have uh, my GameCube, my Wii, my Wii U, mm. my Switch, my Super Nintendo, Damn. my Nintendo 64, my PS1, my PS2, my OG Xbox. Shit. Hell yeah. yeah. I lost my handhelds, though. Dude, fuck. I have my Game Boy Micro still, but I lost my SP, my Color, my original Game Boy, my Advance. God, so. I'm like tearing up on the inside that all that whole collection got fucking... <laughs> memorabilia all sorts of shit that sounds fucking painful man yeah i have a lot of my game guides still too so i like oh you do that's my original like wind waker game guides and stuff which are worth like a lot of money and shit yeah that's cool that's cool original pokemon fucking gold and silver game guide i have all that pristine condition pokemon stadium game guides that's sick like dude i have a fucking huge collection my boy's pop collection is nuts so yeah the five of us have this cup ramen shit together and it's just like we're all fucking super fucking nerdy, and it's just really, <laughs> it's really fun. Hell so, yeah. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. But um, what was kind of, you don't have to go deep into it too. I know a lot of people don't like to give a lot of personal life. But what was it kind of like growing up for you? Um, yeah. Like, I were mean, you into and shit like that? Like, so, so I, 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 I think with the way I was brought up, uh, I lived out in the middle of nowhere so yeah. everyone was like slightly ahead of me in a sense all the time because all these kids lived in town i lived out like i swear it was like 13 miles away from town yeah. and i lived in orange groves because like i was in central florida then mm-hmm. like uh probably because i was born oranges. in fort lauderdale i was born in fort lauderdale i was mostly in fort lauderdale my whole life pretty much but then like I moved to like central Florida mm-hmm. for a little bit and central Florida is like fucking there's nothing like it's just straight up orange groves and shit like that. So I lived out in that shit and dude, every time I come to school, like kids are talking about all this like cool shit that's coming out and stuff. I have no fucking idea no about idea it because I is, don't shit. have internet at my house like at all. Damn, she so was out there, was, no internet. Yep, I was out there riding my bike and shit. shit, like getting, like just fucking scraping my knee type shit. Like I was yeah. always out there just fucking outside getting hurt and type stuff. So I didn't, I was pretty much behind like on everything, but then, yeah, I mean, move, when I moved up here in like fifth grade, like I just had like a lot of family issues and shit like that, yeah. um, that are just a uh, little, a little too much, a little too heavy. So like I'll bypass that, but like, yeah. uh, that's just some, you know, there's some crazy shit. Like I, we, we, me and my mother have moved like 12, 13 times in the same fucking town. So it's like it, it's been like it was rough, you know, and shit like that. But um, too much to North Carolina in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. As you moved over here, was it like culture shock? Like you like uh, there's really, a lot man. more going on. Not really, because like I like I said, like there still wasn't like there wasn't a lot going on where I was. Like I was still in like 
behind in a sense, you know. Mm. So when I came up here, I'm like, oh, you know, I would still again lived out in the in way away from town, and I lived in the mountains. So fucking, it took us like 20 minutes maybe to get into the city. So fucking, it was so hard to have friends come over and shit like that because yeah, they didn't. So their parents wouldn't want to fucking drive all the way out to drop their kid off, and like my mom wouldn't want to fucking take me all the way mm. out unless you know she was going somewhere. So like, you know, it was uh, it was. I guess, like, thinking about it, it was, like, nice, you know, like, I, I, I'm kind of glad, like, you know, I had, was a little late, I guess, on some things, like, video games and stuff like that, yeah. like, so, and, like, the internet as a whole, so, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, we, we, we just, like, uh, my mother and I, we just moved around a ton in that town, and, like, we, we were always kind of, like, just struggling financially and stuff, so, but, you know, things have definitely worked out all the way up till now, like, we're, I, I was able to, you know, basically do my own thing and be able to, like, support myself and shit. And then, like, yeah. my mom, you know, she did the same thing. Like, we kind of, like, I just kind of, like, let, like, we split off. Like, she went and done mm. her thing. I went and did my thing kind of thing. But, you know. Yeah. So, but, yeah. What were you originally in school for? You said you went to college. You were working three jobs. Oh, yeah. Like, what were you in school okay, for? Okay, so, so in 2013, I went, to, I went to college right out of high school. Um, so... I first went to, uh, which you guys might be familiar with it since y'all like live in North Carolina mm. and stuff, and South Carolina is a little bit closer to you guys. You know where Greenville is, right? Mm. I used to go to Bob Jones University, the Christian school. God damn. Yeah. I went to the Christian college down there, bro. You don't make the most Christian music, I will say. <laughs> I know. And uh, <laughs> it was, uh, there's like a lot of events that led up to that point mm -hmm. to make me go there and uh you know i i i used to be into people pleasing quite a bit you know because like i mean i fucking didn't have like a father figure type shit to like really uh you know i guess you know oh look what i did type shit so yeah. i did that with everybody and um you know a little situation happened and i was like yeah i'll go you know and i did and i got in so much trouble like i was getting in trouble all the time uh, Do you, so you live down there? Yeah, I lived in the dorms yeah. down there. So I was wearing, like, their dress code. And, like, mm. I couldn't wear headphones and shit like that because they want to hear what you're Damn. listening to. Uh, I and you best believe I was, I was I was listening. with my, And that's when I got a lot of trouble. And yeah. it was just, like, I had my headphones in or uh, I would. We had stupid shit? Yeah. Yeah, I was just, like, doing shit I wasn't supposed to. I ended up getting 175 demerits that year. Which, I mean, I know it sounds like a lot. It sounds mm -hmm. like it, it, they're just weigh things differently, which is kind of weird because in the Bible, every sin is the same. And, like, I kind of think then they're weighing yeah. their, your punishment differently. I was like, this doesn't make sense, you know. But, like, getting getting caught with headphones was, like, 25 demerits. So, what like, yeah. So, 175, you get kicked out. So, I wasn't able to come back the mm. next year. Like, I, So, it's just one year. And I wasted it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get any sort of like curricular, like uh, I didn't get any credits mm -hmm. or anything like that. But I went. I went to community college in my in my own town. You were making music at this point. <clears throat> yeah. When you were in school. Yeah. So that this is kind of when I was starting dabbling into That's like so the underground funny. beats. Yeah. You're so, making this. You're making this kind of this heavy dark music, and you're in a Christian academy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, fucking hilarious. Yeah. So I was. <laughs> I was down. I was down in. Uh, they have these piano rooms. They're like mm -hmm. these sectioned off piano rooms you can close the door they're soundproof and they're below the dorms there's about 12 of them 
I'd go in there, I'd get one of those like fucking uh, podiums that people use sheet music for and stuff. I'd fucking take it up all the way it could just to cover the fucking window and you couldn't see what I was doing. I'd be in there with like my computer, my headphones making beats and shit. Like just in my fucking the piano in there was mm-hmm. my desk. You and got it, caught making beats? Was, yeah, was I've been caught making you, beats before and shit got, like that. Like people would open the door shit. which is so fucking annoying. Like people would open the door without knocking and like they would see me and they it turns out they're like a fucking RA or some like sort of like advisor or, or some snitch. shit. Snitch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So <clears throat> but yeah. Uh then I, I came back and I started going to school uh at a community college in my town and uh, I was there for like two years. My second year, uh, I started falling asleep like very heavily because it started catching up to me and me staying up as late as yeah. I was. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Like, fuck school. I'm going to just do this music shit and just work. That's what it. album were you working on when you were in the, in the Christian the Christian school? Uh, so I was still working on beats then. Like I wasn't really working on like the music, like the lyrical part of it. So this is yet. like 2015, so Yeah, this is like, yeah, 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 exactly. So it's around that era. Um well, take it back a little bit. This is like 2014. Okay. So right. that's like exactly where that is. 2015, 2016, I was in community college. Mm-hmm. That's when like I started getting heavily invested into the beats itself, like the underground beats and stuff. And then 2017, that's when I decided to quit college and then like pursue what I was doing at the time. Gotcha. So, yeah. What did you say you were in college for? Fuck, I don't even know what the fuck I was doing. I was <laughs> just there. Like I, I just shit. took. Yeah, they're like. I mean, you know what they do? They fucking drill it in your head. Like, oh, you need to go to college, you know, and this and that. So I just believed it, and I went. Yeah. Now so, those people, I think people going to trade school and shit are the smartest ones. If as far mm-hmm. as like outside of like what we do, like creative. Shit, yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Just I think those people go to tra- those trade jobs, man. Yeah. That's yeah. like the best route now because now you, they want you to go to college. And now they got like post grad school and yeah, shit. Grad you have to get like, yeah, you have to go through like ridiculous. ten years of school to make and you're fifteen dollars an hour. A shit ton of debt, <laughs> like, bro. Like the debt that builds up from all that shit. So you is, go to school, get debt, yeah. work off the debt, die. Yeah. Maybe like, enjoy the last ten years of your life. Maybe. <laughs> like, maybe. <laughs> you even enjoy life at that point yeah, when right. you got a fucking shit bag tied to your hip, like it's fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like can yeah. barely walk. Yeah. Don't want to stay up past six p.m. Yeah. Like, fucking old man status, bro. Yeah. Shit. Fucking but, constantly looking out the window, see what the fuck's on your lawn and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like fuck, bro. Yeah, no, that that shit's just like, and it's crazy because it's not even like promised to you. You know, like mm-hmm. you. Oh yeah. Just because you got that degree, you ain't really promised shit. You know, like I feel like so many people get out and they're like, yo, like you know, oh, I'm gonna get this like big job with this degree. Like, no, the fuck you're not. <laughs> like, it's like I feel like okay, you go to school four or five years, get a get a good degree. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Got the masters and shit like that. And it's like you go in the real world, and it's like that four or five years spent in school does does equates like one year of the right. actual experience in the yeah. world. So that person's worked that job for three, four years, mm-hmm. knows what the fuck you're they're doing over you. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's just certain like you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, you gotta need an engineer. Go to fucking school. Yeah, you want to be an entrepreneur. Like entrepreneurship degree is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire how to be life. An entrepreneur on the fucking internet, like there's bro, so it's it's shit. not if you. Have to go to. I feel like entrepreneurs like a talent at the same time. Like yeah, people yeah. just have a fucking business. Yes. Yeah. Like if you have to go to school, like dump that money into starting a business and failing. Yep. Like be yep. be don't be afraid to fail. Yep. If you want to be exactly. entrepreneur, if you want to start a business, don't go to entrepreneurship school. Yeah. Dump that fucking money, start a business, and fail. Like it's okay. <laughs> like you're gonna learn from that shit. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's this college shit. They just drill it down your fucking throat, man. Yeah. I think though it's getting a little bit more. 
uh, a little bit more clear that like, God, do we even need to go to school? Like, do we yeah. need to go to public school? You know, for what you can just learn from the internet. Like, I don't need the fucking you know? Pythagorean theorem. Yeah. I need to learn how to do my fucking taxes. <laughs> yeah, like, that. Yeah, that's what the hell. Man. You know what I'm saying? You and I can like, have like a crazy conversation about that. <laughs> <laughs> but where do you draw inspiration from, like music wise? Uh, so I I like a lot of early 2000s rock. Like, mm-hmm. so uh, Three Days Grace is really cool uh slipknot system of a down of course those are like all very like basic ones and shit but like i really uh i really take a lot of inspiration from uh a lot of these like metal bands like there's been a lot of just and it's crazy because metal in, in itself is something that isn't really looked on like you look at some of these like artists that are in the metal scene and like they on the internet themselves they don't have a lot but like mm-hmm. you go to a show of theirs, there's so many fucking people. It's like it's super weird. Like I was just talking to someone about the whole metal scene recently, and like it's insane. But like people like Darko. I don't know if you ever heard of Darko. Mm-hmm. Very crazy fucking band. I listen to listen to those guys. Uh, so just like a lot of metal. Uh, Bring me the horizon was like another one uh, that was like been with me. I saw since. them live one time. Did you really? Yeah, Bro, this is like been, me, my ex girlfriend, were like fuck, fucking sixteen. Man. They're so, they're so like they don't ever come to the states. They, it's so rare when they come here. Like it, it's. I didn't I even would, know they were they weren't from the states. Yeah, they're they're uh they're based out of, of the, I think the UK. If I'm not I had no mistaken. fucking yeah, idea. I think, yeah, I think it's the UK they're based out of. <laughs> yeah, so they're always doing like European shows and like they've done they've done stuff in like uh even like Japan and stuff like that. And I'm like yo come to america fuck and they never like they barely come here yeah it was like, in boston the house of blues that's fucking wild. i forget what yeah year. yeah it uh, might have been like 2013 dude wait that that must have been um oh fuck i know that show they 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 like have like a whole fucking dvd i think on that show i'm pretty really? sure yeah it, or some sort of like way of yeah, streaming I was on, it. right on the yeah. second level yeah that shit's like right in right yeah. right like facing the stage around the second level i had a great that's in, view that's insane yeah that that was one that they like documented i'm pretty sure and then they did another one for uh they did like charity or something but they had like a live orchestra and shit like that which was really fucking that's sick fire. yeah so we have uh bring me the horizon um god uh there's really no hip-hop influences i will say there's like little interesting to none. yeah uh night lavelle is like one that i just got into wasn't yeah. like and like of course like i i picked up his like you know i can hear he's got this like monotone kind of way of talking whenever he's like mm. rapping and shit and like you know i guess like i picked that up a little bit you know whatnot but like i never really dug deep into like oh like i'm going to like do something like this like i i enjoy like my like metal and shit like that but i enjoy hip-hop beats so i'm gonna just like you know what's funny as hell i actually got a night lavelle after you (laughs) wait what i got a night lavelle after i got into you i didn't even know who the fuck he was oh really like i actually i made a beat tutorial on how to make a kamara type beat Mm. it's on youtube (laughs) oh i didn't even know oh this sounds like night lavelle who the fuck is that yeah Oh, yeah, that's funny as hell. That is funny. No, it's a. Uh, he's got. I mean, I love the 2013 shit. I love the 2015 shit that he came out with yeah. too. Like it's all. Really and it's crazy. Cool. I didn't even hear about him. It's like last year or like what? The really? Hell? Wow. So yeah. No, he's he's been around for a while, man. Like he's been he's been doing stuff for a while. Um, the cyber too. I was real late on cyber syringe. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really. I think Killy Bola got me into syringe, mm-hmm. and like I I liked it. I didn't listen to it as much, but like I I I could see 
I could see why, you know, this would why it's really good. And yeah, stuff. And he had a big influence on a lot of shit. That's oh, going yeah, 100%. On right now. Huge influence. So, uh, do you listen to rap now? Yeah, I mean, I, I listen to rap. Like, I listen yeah. to a lot of my homies and stuff like that. But of mm-hmm. course, like, I, I try to, um, or if you would call it rap. Yeah, I don't really know it's what, like, like I, my, what's I, the fuck's the genre yeah, at this ex- point? Exactly. So, I mean, uh, with, with them, you know, I listen to them and stuff like that. I listen to a lot of, like, my, my friends like i listen to witch house i listen to 23 i listen to all mm-hmm. those guys you know um but i try to not listen to it too much because you don't want to you know what i mean like you don't want to accidentally do something where you're like taking something from it and applying it to your own that's what i try to avoid so a lot of the times i'm listening to metal yeah or i'm even listening to like fucking lo-fi beats and shit being a weird <laughs> hey them lo-fi yeah. beats are those yeah, shits they, are tight they're nice they're nice when yeah. you're just like driving around and shit just like chilling just, and yeah. shit you, so you don't want shit with words yep I listen. So. To, I actually, a lot of people don't even know. I listen to a lot of fucking orchestral shit. You really? Look at me and think that I listen to orchestral shit, but I like. If yeah, I'm just I, chilling, I, I, I dude. I was on guess. shrooms last time. I did shrooms. Uh-huh. I was posting my bed. I was listening to orchestral music. It was like the most interesting <laughs> shit. That's that like, is very interesting. Like I love Joe Hiyashi. Awesome, He's a Japanese composer. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of anime shit. That's how I got into him. Yo, I I've heard some I've heard some shit. Like I mean, I don't know. I don't even remember who it was, but like I heard something, and it was like. Some I think the composer he was like a Japanese composer. Joe Hiyashi did a lot for Studio Ghibli dude, and a lot of movies. It's really cool. Whatever it was, like I heard it once. I'm like, dude, this is amazing. I, I don't know what the fuck it came on, but I did hear it before. I'm like, yo, this is wild. But yeah, no, that stuff's really cool. Fucking but, um, yeah. What's a trench boy? What What's with trench boy? What is a trench boy? Okay, so trench boy is actually a character. Okay. So uh, the whole uh. You got Trench Boy, you got the Dweller, and you have uh, the Super Lunary. I've made this like whole like made up world in my head of like this this world that is based around like being successful. And if you're not talented in any sort of way and you're not successful, you get thrown into like the abandoned trenches below with mm. all these like worthless people and shit. So basically, you're just not abiding by the rules of like the Super Lunary and shit like that, which is the council. Um, and, uh, trench boy is just the one who, uh, was once living in the above world, but kept straying away from like doing his own thing and not following the way that they made for him. Mm. And they've thrown him into the trenches. And now like, that's what trench boy two is about. It's about like this meeting people like in this, in this trench that are actually fucking talented and shit. That's why I got people like feature the features on there like speak for themselves you know what i mean so like we don't you don't need like all these like crazy ass features look at these fucking guys like mm-hmm. they, they they you know what i mean they have like either the same or even a lower fan base or even like just a little bit more than i do you know what i mean but they're like still fucking talented and shit so like it was just like a whole story of like a, like doing that and, like i guess like showing that in like a metaphorical kind of way or like yeah. and shit so uh and i and i'm still writing with the concept and stuff like that and like the dweller is just supposedly like this thing that lives down there and it's like feeding on the trench people and shit in the like unsafe zones and stuff, which I've planned to incorporate like more of an understanding of the whole concept and mm-hmm. like the upcoming shit. That's why shit's been taking so long with like with what I'm doing and even like dropping my own music. So it seems that you don't need to drop as consistently. As a lot no, of and I've realized do. that. So I just it was very, very, yeah. very interesting because mm-hmm. yeah. I see a lot of artists ask me for ice. I'm like, bro, stop dropping the albums. But then I look at you and I'm like. <laughs> yeah that might be wrong yeah. <laughs> like, I, I i think um there there comes a point where i think like you don't need to 
if you have something like don't oversaturate it off the rip you know what i mean mm. like don't don't mass produce it because like people are gonna get tired of it so quick you know what i mean like m treat treat your yourself like a fucking i don't know like a gym you know like or something like treat what you have like a gym like you know you had people like fucking even night lavelle is like one of those people like he didn't release a lot of music you know what i mean like but it just spoke for itself yeah. you know same with like i mean bones drops a lot now you know yeah but, bones has been a lot more consistent yeah but like never really especially. used to you know like mm -hmm. it, it never was like super crazy consistent you know it was like back when they like i guess were you know in in the middle of it all you know in a, in a sense but like even with even with darky like of course he was he was doing a lot of music but like i think what really set him off too was like when he started spacing it out you know what i mean like when he started spacing out shit because like mm. now he drops when you know, it's, it's a lot more rare it's a lot more rare and that's what people that's what people want they want to they want that you know what i mean they want that like you come around every now and then when mm -hmm. you do it's like oh you know it's like this fucking this great feeling they get of like seeing their favorite artist finally coming back to the internet after like so long of being away type shit yeah so, um but yeah, I, I choose to just like space shit out just and like I'm very confident in that, like with just doing like I, I'm not going to announce anything. I'm not going to say anything until like it's done, you mm -hmm. know, and like I'm comfortable. So and sometimes I'll just let shit ride out. I'll have shit stacked up, but I'll just let it ride and see what happens. Yeah. You know, so do you have yeah. any um, do you have any non-musical influences like you, you draw inspiration from non-musical things like i talked to gizmo like gizmo loves horror films like horror films you draw yeah, okay big so inspiration th this from is yeah films. uh this this is cool because like i mean i know we were talking about uh like you know games or whatever yeah. I, I draw a lot of like inspiration from older video games like and not like i'm not talking like nintendo 64 or anything like i'm talking like xbox and like mm -hmm. playstation which isn't that old but like just the look of them and like just the whole aesthetic of it that's going on is like super cool yeah and it, it's almost like how i imagine the world that i'm creating in a sense interesting and yeah and i pull from like games like dude i i should my fucking library is like crazy upstairs like i have so many fucking older games that's what's up. That, i like, love older games I, dude, it's just, crazy we're calling like ps2 and xbox older i know games isn't now, it bro. it's it's, it's wild. Like, that's a retro console now yeah it's like wild. shit am i getting that old i know it's crazy like, to think that like i we we go on like hunts all the time trying to find shit around here like yeah. just rare shit and uh it's just crazy like because you'll go in and like you see these games this like vintage selection it is there's a fucking xbox game sitting there like, yeah. what are you serious like it's it's crazy so i totally get what you mean by that but yeah i pull a lot from from games uh like older games like that mm. uh i i even bought because because you can't find them all it's so hard to find yeah. them all i actually hit up someone that was that does a lot of modding like original xboxes and stuff like that they made me an xbox an original xbox it's modded it's got fucking leds and shit in it and That's it has fire. every single old vintage game from from xbox all the way to like dreamcast sega any arcade game that's ever been fucking made and thrown in an arcade it's on there that's fire that's so, crazy. Yeah, so now I'm, like, always in my fucking dungeon. If I'm not doing <laughs> shit, like, I'm in there, like, browsing through every fucking game I could possibly, like, get There's into. There's so many gen... Like, I hate when people say graphics make a great game. Like, bro, that's not no, true. Graphics no, are the last things fucking, that actually mm -hmm. matter. Graphics, it's like icing on a cake. Yeah. Cake's not good. What the fuck is the point of the icing? You mm. feel me? Right. Like... You look at, I love 8-bit games and still, like, mm -hmm. Polygon-style games. Like, those games are still so fucking yeah. amazing to yeah, play. Really cool. Especially, like, Twilight Princess. That's an old game now. 
That's crazy. Granted, graphically, that. it's great. Yeah. But, like, yeah. you go even older. Like, fucking... Um, the original Mario Bros. I still I could still sit there and play that shit yeah, all the time. Absolutely. It's classic. Yeah. Like I don't know. Graphics just don't make a great game. But we got like a few minutes left. Okay. Um one thing I wanted to ask you. Shit, I got a few more questions. If so if someone never heard your music before, right? And they right. want to get into it, like what songs you suggest to them? Like pick five songs, like Start with this one, end with this one. Like, you know okay. what I mean? Like, this will get them hooked. And then, like, fifth, maybe this is, like, the weirdest song I made. So, okay. it's like, uh, probably, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, the first one, probably Trench World, like, off the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, then next, I Want a Bitch, like, Dillian Harper. Next, My Goth Bitch Came With a Glock. Uh, Fuck All the Pain. And then Drenched and Swat would probably be, is that four or five? I think that's five. I think that's five. Why, yeah. would you, why, would you pick, why would you pick, like, Trench World first? Oh, because it's just a fucking that. That's like I guess, just a big fucking banger. That that, mm-hmm. that one to me, like that was such a fucking beautiful song to use to open up the album, and I that would be just a beautiful way of opening up like a discography for even me. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's the one I'd probably choose for sure. How would you describe the, your sound overall? Uh, I get. I don't know. I guess it's, it's hard to. It's like what is yeah. like. It's like it's like it's like, what is a genre at this point? Yeah, you know I mean, saying? I call it. You know, I everyone calls it whatever. Uh, I call it grim wave just because like it's like the whole grim wave and like the Hebrew text and shit that I use. It's all a part of like my this world that I'm building mm-hmm. in my brain, like type shit with Kamara and everything. So I like to just keep it grim wave because. Uh, I think I had a conversation with someone where it was almost like when we first started recording, it was very, uh, you'll, you'll notice it's very dry. And I, I guess like, it's kind of like corny thinking back at it now, but like, it was like, you know, I guess a way you could feel like as if you were in like a coffin in the ground, like the way it sounds so dry and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, why don't we just do grim wave like for it or something? So that's what we came up with. So, right. uh, but yeah. Who are you working with early on? Music wise, oh, then you met the I, mean, guys? St- I was still, I was still working with, uh, it, still with them today. Uh, like Tyler Creed, uh, mm-hmm. who used to go by Grim, and then Azrael. He had a huge like influence. Where did, on. Where did you end up meeting him at? Oh uh, well, I met him on the internet. Oh, you just met yeah. him on the internet. Yeah, so he was he was producing songs for Who Am I, and I really mm-hmm. loved his beat. This was early, this early, was on. early. Yeah, he's produced like majority of my shit, like early day shit. So. A lot of the like vocal sample shit that you hear, like in like mm-hmm. Second Chances Aren't for Everyone or like All White Civic or uh, fucking I Might Die for a Detox, like that's all him. And he he just had a like he was really leading that scene in a sense mm-hmm. back then, like all those all that crazy shit. But yeah, like he he was one of the ones I was talking to about like trying to figure out what the fuck the sound is, you know, in a sense. But like, yeah, we we just call it Grim Wave though, just for like the sake of what the world is in my brain and stuff like it makes sense so when did you meet uh grim salvo that's a that's a band <sighs> yeah so there i thought it was one guy at yeah first, it's so two it's wrong. two guys mm-hmm. uh they're when they're they're two guys but when they produce because they produce their own stuff there's three guys involved so um yeah i met them last year mm-hmm. and then it just like took off from there so uh but yeah they they they've been doing literally all of my like mixing work and like a lot of the production that's coming up is like from them as well. So that's what's up. Yeah, and I I like how you got a lot of songs. Just like, damn, I wouldn't expect this. Like you to hop on something like this. Mm-hmm. Like I forget what the name of the song is. It's 
for Cowboy Cutie, that album, the first song on yeah. there. Oh yeah, that, that was a very that was a very schlatt. Yeah, it was a very schlatt. Very view. interesting. Yeah, and then you're singing on Dark Wave, and mm-hmm. then um, Trench Girl Lullaby. You go back to Trench mm-hmm. uh, Trench World too. Yeah, like you, I would not expect you to beat like that. And I'm yeah, just like, yeah. Wow, that's actually one of my favorite songs by you. I'm like, damn, I kind of actually like he kills this beat. It's like re- the contrast, yeah. I really mm-hmm. like the contrast. Yeah, I knew. It you know what throw, I mean? I knew it would throw people off. And like I heard, it's crazy because I already heard my voice on there. I'm like, oh, this fits. But yeah, like to it's others, so weird. You but know to others, saying? it's like gonna sound weird. But like people might still fuck with it. And like you know, it does its thing. Like it's cool. I don't give a shit. Like if you like it or not. Like whatever. It's yeah. it's a fire fucking. Song. I feel like it's for yeah. some somebody who has like maybe more advanced palate yeah. as far as music taste. Right. You know yeah. What I mean? And been, I love and I love yeah. those kind and like that's it, this music is for everybody. And I'm trying to hit like every single type of person. Like whenever I make shit, so it's like. I'm always trying to make some, some sort of impact. So like, and I love talking with those people that are just mm-hmm. so into it, like like that. So that's probably who that song is like definitely for. Like, no, I love like that, that song. Yeah. I want to see. I definitely want to hear more of that. Where you hit more beats like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, like, I, that's very I, interesting. Man, it's so hard to get those kind though. It's so like because like, to get them done right. Yeah, it's yeah to get them done right. Yeah, to get them done right. That's that's the problem. So fucking um, you always been to Yu-Gi-Oh. I see you flexing Yu-Gi-Oh cards Dude, a lot. So. As a kid, I really enjoyed the show, and of the show course, was fire. The show was very fire, and uh, as <clears throat> as I got you know into it, like I of course wanted to get into the trading card realm and like actually mm-hmm. play it. Never had enough money to though. Mom, like we were always like broke and shit like that. So like I think I got one time the fucking Dark Magician tin. <laughs> yeah, I got that tin back in like two thousand two thousand one, and. That I like, I tr- treat that shit like my baby, bro. And like now that I'm able to like actually go buy shit, mm-hmm. I'm out there like always. <laughs> buy- and, and like new Yu-Gi-Oh is like so different now. But like I've always- seen, I haven't seen the new Yu-Gi-Oh. I haven't different. been into it. It's been years. So I played a lot as a kid. I made a kid eat his cards one time. Oh really? I beat him. He was so pissed. He ate his cards. Dude. You ever wager cards as a kid? You're like, yeah, yeah. you win, you get this card. You yeah, get this yeah, card. yeah, yeah. He didn't want to give me that card. He ate really? that shit. We ate the fucking That's card. insane. He ate the fucking card. That's wild. I was like, bro, what the fuck? That's fucking insane. I'm, I'm so happy he's making a comeback, though. I'm like, it's fine. Yeah, no, it's it's been doing, like, oh, my God. Like, there, I, it, when I get a new, because I'm, I'm not going to be here uh, in this house um, much longer. We're going to move, like I told you. I'm trying to get a bigger space. I want to get a fucking TV above my setup. Just always, like, what's going on is fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card openings. Just above yeah, my you fucking, do, dude. The card yeah. I see some card opening channels that go crazy. Dude, yeah. Sh- I, I check that. out um, Cup Ramen, Professor Tokes, my boy Mugen, uh, my boy. Uh, he calls Professor Tokes instead of Professor Oak from Pokemon. Okay, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He just gets high and drunk That's and opens fu- Pokemon oh cards. It's funny God. as hell. I gotta watch that. Like, we're gonna, yeah, it's a series we're doing on Cup Ramen. You guys yeah. definitely gotta go check that out when it drops. That's it's funny as hell. We recorded a few episodes, so and the shit's fucking hilarious. I love it. That's such a cool like we did. We did a little too. TikTok series too, and yeah. that's starting to go up. That's really cool. It's yeah, it's funny as hell. Yeah, He's hilarious. a hilarious ass guy. <laughs> well, fucking you, wherever you just always knew you were even Pokemon and shit. Uh, so with Pokemon, it was a little different. Um, I, at a young age, I recognized the value of Pokemon and like how much people just enjoyed it and shit. And, uh, 
I think it was like first grade, man. I would, I would take, I, of course, like I think around then, like I was able to, I was finessing cards. Like I was able to get cards and like build somewhat of like a deck, mm-hmm. but I would trade these kids that have like no idea. And of course they're the same age as me, but like I knew that their hollow were more than my commons that I have. Yeah. But I would be like, yo, I will give you all these fucking commons for that hollow. And they would do it. Because so, in their mind, like, I got all these fucking cards. You got cards. all these fucking cards. Well, got I have now a fucking hollow Gyarados and a hollow Snorlax, like, first edition type shit. Like, and I I had a, like, deck of hollows, like, this big. Mm. Like, just sitting oh, on my nightstand, like, a, as a kid. Do you Were you playing Pokemon? Because I feel like more people collected Pokemon and played nah, I never I never played it. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like more people just collected yeah, no, the Pokemon yeah, cards no, and played so them. The old school way of playing Yu-Gi-Oh! is, like the best of course in my opinion but like it's gotten so much more complex as of lately just because of like the new cards they got coming out and then even like there's there's now more there's new sections also on the playing table like on the on the like the the play board and shit like that like there's more fucking areas now and it's like so fucking confusing and shit so i don't i don't play anymore i want i actually hit up someone that's actually going to try to teach me the new way of playing but i don't know if i'll be able to like comprehend it but yeah, no, I, I only played old school Yu-Gi-Oh. I never played fucking Pokemon, though, ever. It was just a trading card thing. And like yeah, I said, I, I, like I recognize the value of it, and it sucks, but I totally lost those cards. I don't yeah. know where, the, of course, like over time, don't know where the fuck they went. You were into gaming, too, this time, like growing up and shit? <clears throat> yeah, like I, of course, I didn't have internet, so I just played the Halo 1 campaign over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Like, that's all I did was, and that's the only game I had. So, like, I got the Xbox right when it came out. That was, like, my only present that I got was the Xbox. And I got what came with it, Halo, game of the year. So, I'm sitting there playing that fucking campaign over and over again. So, but, like, either all the way up to, like, God, when I was in college and still making like beats and stuff before I started rapping 2014, 2015, I was like playing competitive COD with like a few friends and shit like that. Like we were waging money and shit like that online, like playing. Yeah. So I was playing that at like a competitive level, of course, taking a lot of L's. I don't even know if I went negative or went positive with what I made, but it was fun. Like I enjoyed playing and shit like that. It was was a lot of fun, but yeah, I, I enjoyed, uh, you know, the, the campaign of gaming whenever you were like growing up as a kid like i didn't have online so multiplayer shit was just like out of the question i was just yeah. always playing like cool campaign games and stuff Word. So. you know for some reason i never really got into like call of duty and shit i was always a nintendo kid mm-hmm. i don't know i bought an xbox 360 for fallout 3 and that was about it yeah but um after ps2 and the original xbox i just i don't know i was always on nintendo i think it's because i love Zelda I, I mean yeah no i don't shit. blame you i'd I have so many more like 360 and old Xbox games more than like these, and but I'm down here playing the Wii U. Yeah, like you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like it's like I have all these games I could be playing upstairs, but I have the Wii U games. Wii U's like, got some good games. Yeah, I have like fucking four sitting there, you know. But I'm down yeah. here playing Twilight Princess when I could be playing I don't know fucking 50 Cent Bulletproof or some shit. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like something like that. But it, uh, yeah, no, uh, it's. The campaign games that are really cool. And Nintendo has just, like, got some really good Their IPs games. are yeah. next level. They're yeah. the fucking, like, Mario, Zelda, Pokemon. It's just hard to beat. Yeah, it really is. Like, it really is. Um, fucking, but I've seen you with, like, in pictures of, like, stacks and boxes of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Where the fuck are you getting all these cards? Dude, there's a, there's a fucking, there's a fucking, I'm so glad you asked this because I fucking <laughs> love doing this shit, bro. Dude, there's a card shop here called Cardiac 
cards mm-hmm. and it truly is a fucking <laughs> cardiac arrest when i go dude i i anytime they drop a new deck i go there and i buy them all I yeah buy all the booster boxes they have where do you where do you get info on what like when decks are dropping I, I just it's i just online I, it's just I, on I go Twitter. online yeah i go yeah. online and just like you know keep tabs like that. i think the newest deck uh that comes out is october they just came out with dawn of majesty like super mm-hmm. recently I went up there and I bought every last fucking box that they had when they came out. So they just handed me over the fucking, uh, and they know me now. Yeah. So like anytime I go in there, they're like, oh, "Are you here for?" And I'm like, "Yeah, give them a lot of money." <laughs> so they fucking give, walking out of there, spending like a fucking rack and a half on Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. cards. Were they, has, you, has Yu-Gi-Oh been going this whole time, or did it stop for a little bit? Because I, like, I think it really picked up like maybe uh, a couple of years ago. Like I heard, I started seeing. Uh, Back then, I started seeing, like, in 2017, people were doing, like, these card openings and shit. Like, I think Ruxin was doing it. I don't know if you ever heard of Ruxin34, mm-hmm. but he's, he's like, he's been doing it for, like, God, since, like, 2017, I think, or yeah. 2018. But there was someone, there's someone else that's been doing it for even longer, like, 2015, and, like, he's been growing, like, crazy. And now it's, like, really popping off. I think it might be the overhype of, like, Pokemon fading into that, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Pokemon's been having this boost as Pokemon of Pokemon had a massive like, boost. I don't know what happened. It's, like... Pokemon blew up all of a sudden again. Mm. Yu-Gi-Oh blew up again. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been a huge yeah. interest in anime. Just mm-hmm. the, I've loved anime since a kid, but when I loved anime, it was a time where you got beat up for loving anime. Not that, <laughs> I never got bullied. I would smack the shit out of anybody who tried to fuck with me when yeah. I was growing up. I didn't get bullied. But yeah. fucking, it was a time where people would tend to get bullied for anime. Right, right. But right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's just wild now. It's like... The term nerd is mm. completely changed yeah. terminology. Yeah. Like, de- the changed definition mm-hmm. over the past, like, two, three, four plus years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so yeah. weird. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, it's so funny, bro. I fucking, I fucking love doing that shit, bro. I love just going out and, like, getting cards and, like, yeah. dude, there, you, do you play you, a lot? What? My bad. I mean, to cut you, no, you go, do you play a lot? That's what I said. Like now, I don't really play one. I don't have anyone to play just with. Collect, yeah, so I just collect shit. at this point. So I have, dude. I'll show you after all this. <laughs> I'll show you like everything that I have up there. Fuck, man, I have so much shit. I don't even know. Like, I need a bigger house because like I'm stacking up the boxes of fucking cards that I have. Like, I have so many cards. Like, I'm sure I have like fifteen thousand plus cards sitting up yeah. the stairs. God right now. damn. Yeah. If you wanted to build a fucking deck, you probably could. <laughs> you probably build quite a few decks. <laughs> yeah, you build quite a few decks. Um, you into you into uh, having a balanced deck? Cause I know a lot of people like. Hey, well, first few episodes, Yu-Gi-Oh, Joey was fucking up having right. only monsters. Having only you monsters. Watch you you yeah. watch Yu-Gi-Oh anime? I watched it, like, back then. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but yeah. it was, like, the first few episodes. It was Yugi's grandfather at the car shop. Yep. And Joey only had monsters, so he's getting fucked up. Yeah. And then Yugi's grandfather was like, bro, you need the, the magic of the trap cards. And yeah. He's like, oh, what's that? Dude, fucking <laughs> the magic and trap cards, though. They're so sick. My, I'm still trying to find... Uh, I've been trying to get my hands on, like, the fucking first edition Pot of Greed, the LOB one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, dude. It's like it's like 300 bucks, but, like, fuck. I, like, I want to pull the trigger on it, too. But it's like, man, it's just one card, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't want just one yeah. card, you know? Like, if anything, I want to get the LOB, like, like an LOB pack and, yeah. like, open it. Of course, it's not going to be first edition, but, like, you know, at least getting it, it's, like, super sick. It's so wild because it's, like... I don't know. Because you, collect, you just collect them. So do you, you like, what's opening a card pack? Oh, okay. Like for so you? what's that feeling like? You, you're going yes, through them. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yes, I collect them and shit like that. Like, I, they have like new rarities, of course. Like, they have starlights mm-hmm. and shit like that, which I do have one like upstairs. I have collector rares. I have a lot of those too. 
So I sell them like as like for fun, you know, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Like I'll sell the because like I know I'm not gonna play, you mm-hmm. know, like I'm not gonna sit here and build a deck and go play. Uh, so why not just like I mean, sell hey, them? maybe if it gets more popular, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah, if it gets more popular, like and especially with the guy that I've been talking to on Instagram, like he's we've been like kind of going back and forth with like trying to figure out like some like a time of him and I like getting in a call and like figuring this shit out, like because yeah. he he's kept up to date. So I I really want to learn how to play again, uh, but. Yeah, I just I just been building, I just been building like my, the whole collection, and like I sell all the shit I'm not gonna keep. I'm only looking for like the big bangers, you know what I mean? Like the fucking starlights and shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah. So you just fucking you just sell them when you get them and shit. Yeah, I'll just sell them, but I'll keep the starlights and like the collectors rares. Word. I want to send those in to get graded and shit, and then hold on to them. So. Word. Um. But shit. You yeah, know, it's just. I don't know. Pop culture took a huge twist. It did. Like, it's yeah. very interesting. I it fuck is. with it, though. Yeah, I fuck too. with it. Because it's like a lot of the shit I used to love as a kid that, like I said, you get beat up. You know, up. I truly think I truly think it has to do with, and this is just my opinion, but I think the pandemic may have, like, put a lot of people into this point of, like, you know, I'm so bored. I mean, you had people, like, buying fucking old Pokemon games when, fuck, the pandemic hit. Like, Sapphire yeah. and Emerald stock went Shock. up. Like, like, bro, I tried to buy it because I bought Sapphire a few years ago. Cool, got it for like 20 bucks. Now mm-hmm. he's like, you want a cartridge? It's like 60. Yeah, it's like 60. They have the repop yep. cartridges now, which I don't want. Yep, it's, it's, it's crazy. I have two, I have both Emerald and Sapphire sitting upstairs. And I actually, those are mine. Like, I had those for just a long time. Yeah. And like, the, I'm like, fuck, it's fucking $70 now. Yeah, like, what the fuck? It's wild. But I think it's just because, like, you have a lot of these people that have been bored during the pandemic, and they get this, like, you know, they go back in time. Like, they want to fucking like reminisce of the old days type of shit. shit. Yeah, get nostalgic going, like, and type stuff. So I feel like that may have been what, like, really started this spike of, like, people getting into Pokemon, people getting into Yu-Gi-Oh!, even, like, old-school games and shit like that. I've been seeing a lot of that even on, like, artists, like, profiles no, like it's they're, crazy. they're incorporating it. it into their music videos and stuff like that which so is i've always sick. been into that shit yep. so like to see it get more popular now and mm-hmm. shit i'm like yeah i fucking yeah. love this shit it's this really shit's cool. great yeah but fucking um yeah so <laughs> getting out of that let's wrap this up real quick the other camera just died we only got one angle right okay. now i was about to die i bet um fucking you plan on staying independent as an artist yeah most likely like it you'd have to hit me with like the most like outrageous fucking deal probably to get me to like even consider you know yeah. i've had i've been approached by quite a few uh deals but it's like it's kind of like it, it's actually like disrespectful as fuck like some yeah of them are. yeah uh i think one offered me thirty thousand for two years i was like are, and they wanted 50 percent. i was like are you fucking serious like wow. <laughs> like if i told you like right like that's highly disrespectful it's very and like i'm like dude i can make more than that like without you you know so it's like why so and i've been presented with like you know i think there was one for like 30 there was another thirty thousand for like you know a whole year but then like this fucking label is so like this whatever this fucking i don't even remember their name but their whole situation was like so dysfunctional i think they they sent me someone else's deal one time by accident they, and I was like, I looked at it, of course, me being nosy. I looked at the deal, and I looked at the forms. They're giving this guy $80,000 for, for a year. And I'm like, 
of course, like I wouldn't take that still, but that's not a bad deal, you know. Like that's that's like low end of the pot type shit, but that's not a yeah. bad deal. Let me go look up this guy, and I fucking look him up, dude. This dude only has like maybe a hundred thousand monthly listeners, and like I'm listening through, and he just sounds like a like a Juice World like wannabe kind of thing, and I'm like, yeah. this is what they're doing. Like this is why they want him. Like they want like him his. to like hopefully make like this banger of a song, and then like it blows up, and they get all the money and all that shit. And you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what they're trying to do. I'm like. Oh, that makes sense. So you're going to give him 80K, but you're going to give me 30 for two years? Like, that's fucking ridiculous. That's super disrespectful. I know artists are getting into, um, I'm not going to say names, but when I was chilling in L.A. with some artists, very popular, you know, I'm going to tell you off the camera and shit like that. He was Mm. telling me, he's like, I'm more into selling an album. I'm trying to sell an album right now for 75K. You know, the label would re-up, and then they split the profit. Mm. The label's going to go hard to promote the fuck out of that album. I know 83 was talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, he's like, yeah, I might want to go more that route where I'm just going to I'm gonna sell it, sell an album to a label. Mm-hmm. You're going to promote it, re-up. Once you re-up, we're going to talk about or the split. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which would be agreed on, obviously, before yeah. you sign. Right. But, like, yeah. I'm starting to notice that trend. Yeah, that's – I think I've, I've – that sounds familiar. That may have happened to me once still, though. Like, I didn't budge or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. It – I don't know. It's all very, like, I just don't trust that shit just because, like, I've been fucked over by a yeah. label for said first particular song that we just talked about at the very beginning. So I don't I don't want to, you know, yeah. just because, like, I know how it can get, you know, and shit. And, of course, like, that, that sounds like a better idea in a sense of, like, doing it that way, I guess you could say. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Still, I'm always, like, it's like my stuff. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I, and I, I cherish the, the, sh- the fuck out of this shit. So like, yeah, you if, I know, you make. if I know someone owns like a little bit of it and like, I don't own the whole, like the whole thing, like at least someone that like doesn't deserve to own it and didn't put in the work, you know, kind of thing, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I know they put in the work to like promote it and shit, but like, God, I know labels that don't, you know what I mean? Like they don't do fucking shit for that artist. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, Nah, I'm good. I'm gonna just hold on to my own shit and like, you know, be at peace that way. So word, yeah. Well, shit. I think we've been talking for a while now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fuck, when, no, when it's go, fine. I, I like I just been going on like rabbit trails about shit. Nah, too. it's fine. We've definitely been talking for probably an hour and a half now. Okay. But um, yeah, we'll wrap this up. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Let absolutely. me fucking do this. I appreciate it. This has been Call Class Game Number Fifty Three. You know, follow us at KOLT Classic Official. Hit the website, KOLT Classic Official. Copy yourself a shirt. I forgot Kamara's shirt. I'm sorry. I'll get it to you next time. <laughs> like, That's all good. But Damn, So you oh, you give everyone a shirt? Yeah, I try to. Oh, I forget a lot of the time. Man, bro. It's all right. We'll see each other again. We have, No, I'll definitely see you soon and shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And go follow Kamara. So, yeah. Peace. So-